You're listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project. The Hero of the Story helps you study and teach the story of redemption from all Scripture. Now join your hosts, Aaron Armstrong and Brian Dembozik. Welcome to the Hero of the Story podcast. My name is Brian Dembozik, and usually I'm recording this with Aaron Armstrong in our studio in Lifeway's headquarters in Nashville, Tennessee, but Aaron is not with me today. This is, I think, the first time I've flown solo. Uh, Aaron has done it by himself. He's had guests on, but this is the first time I think I have not had Aaron with me, Uh, but I'm not alone. Uh, And I'm not even in Nashville. I'm nowhere near Nashville. I am actually in South Africa right now. Uh, recording this. And with me is Donnie Van Tonder. Did I pronounce that correctly? That's great. Van Tonder, we would say. Van (laughs) Tonder. You know, people with difficult last names. What can you do? What what can you do with them? Uh, Donnie is a new friend of mine. He is one of the pastors um, at Urban Life Church, and they have uh, multiple campuses. How many campuses do you have? Uh, We've got three campuses. Three campuses. And you're the campus pastor of the Thatchfield campus. That's correct. Is that that correct? Yeah. Um, And we are, again, in South Africa, because I'm ignorant of my geography, and I'll blame it on jet lag, uh, outskirts of Johannesburg, would that be accurate, or is there a better... We're kind of halfway between Johannesburg and Pretoria. Okay. And right now, the American listeners are Googling a map of South Africa to see precisely where that, because most of us, we have no clue. Well... Johannesburg is one of the economic centers of, of Africa, mm-hmm. so uh, we are north of it. Um, and uh, it's Midrand where we are, exactly where we are. At one point, was one of the fastest growing communities in uh, Southern Africa yeah. uh, for a number of years. So it's becoming more and more of a hub and yeah. a great place to have a church. Yes, and this is a great campus. You were telling me before we started recording some of the things that you're doing as a campus uh, ministries yeah. in the area. Um, so I'd love for you to, to tell a little bit more about that in a minute when we get there. So remind me so we don't forget. But one other thing I wanted to say, you've been a pastor for about 24 years or so. Is that correct? 24 years, yeah. 24 and, years. And uh, I'm, I'm just excited, as, as you and I were, were talking some yesterday at lunch, I'm just excited about uh, giving our listeners an opportunity to hear about the church in South Africa. Uh, to hear what God is doing in South Africa. And so usually um, these conversations usually work where we're kind of engaged back and forth. But I hope uh, that I'll just do more listening in this one and give you some, some freedom to just kind of share. Um, I won't leave you hanging, though, if, if, <laughs> if you run out of things to say or if there's something that I, I think you know, want to follow up on and ask a question. But I have a, a few general questions just to throw at you. And And the first one, and again, remind me, I want to come back to some of the things that that you're doing here. I think you'll have an opportunity here at Urban Life. Uh, But the first question is very broad. I don't know about you, Donnie, but I I don't do well with broad questions. Um, I'm more of a narrow, give me something specific I can sink my teeth into. Um, But I'm going to ask a broad question anyway, um, because I'm hosting it and you're the guest. You can can say what you want. Yes, I've got the power. (laughs) And without Aaron here, I feel extremely powerful. You feel very powerful. I I do. I feel very powerful. But the first very broad question is this. Tell, Tell me about the state of the health and the, and the health of the church here in South Africa? And again, I know that's a broad question because it's, it's so hard to get your arms around. And, and, and that's a hard question in general because I'm, I'm asking you to describe the church overall in your entire nation. Yeah. Um, so that may be an unfair question, but that's the question still I'm going to throw at you. I guess one of the ways that I could answer that is to say there's a lot of evidence of the gracious hand of God mm. in the church in South Africa. Um, from all the various 
types and kinds of churches and people doing different things in different cities from really very rural communities to kind of the mega kind of churches in the, in the big cities in Johannesburg and Durban, Cape Town. Uh, that gracious hand of God is at work in the church in, in South Africa. And if, so for me, that, that's a healthy sign. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's not perfect. Everything is not the way we dream or would want it to sure. be. But I think God is the, the evidence of him building his church, uh, people getting born again, people coming into a relationship with God, churches growing um, mm-hmm. in a number of places, in a number of ways. I, when I look at the church in, in South Africa, I get so excited just out of my love for the church, obviously yeah. being involved in church life um, and giving my life to the church. Uh, I'm very excited about the church in South Africa and also the church in South Africa in relation to the church of the rest of Africa. Mm. I think the partnership that the church in South Africa has with the church in the rest of Africa is an extremely exciting thing. And uh, we learn from the rest of Africa and we and a lot of uh, our interaction with the rest of Africa is, is mm-hmm. so exciting in terms of the partnerships we do, in terms of growing people, yeah. uh, discipling people. There's a big emphasis in the churches on discipleship and on seeking out those who are far from God. Is, is the church in South Africa, in your estimation, is it, is it growing in the States, of course? Um, most churches are in decline or plateaued is the expression we like to say that, that membership is not growing, it's level. Um, our culture is, is pushing back away from the church. Yeah. Um, you know, the church had its heyday uh, 40 years or so, 30 years or, go, or so ago. And, um, and now though, it seems before that there was a pro sentiment toward the church, but now it seems like the opposite. The church is being marginalized and, and pushed out. How about here in South Africa? I, re- you know, I can really speak for the, re- the relationships that we have and the people we're in touch with and networking with. And the churches are growing. Mm-hmm. We, we are seeing churches growing sometimes in ways, uh, in numbers that we've, we can't, we're really shocked about. We, you know, God always wants to do far more than we can ask or imagine, but almost yeah. when he does it, we're like, wow, look what God is Where'd doing. Where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah, what's going on now? What did, we, did we do something? So no, God did. <laughs> yeah, no, God's just doing it. But I think for me, that's an exciting thing. We're seeing numbers of people being mm-hmm. added to the church. Um, and when I say numbers of people, uh, some churches are growing to the extent of 20 to 30% wow. in, over, over the time of over, over a year um, in terms of people coming in. And those are people who are coming into a new relationship with Jesus, but also people who've walked away from church, walked yeah. away from, from faith in the past. And, and I think we're seeing a lot of that coming back. Is this something new that you're seeing? I mean, again, you've been in ministry for 24 years or so. Is this something is, new or is this is. something that has been long term? Or No, it is new in the last three, four years. I think there's been an, yeah. a, a turning towards that. What, what do you um, think has, has caused it? I think... Part of it has been some of the changes that have happened in South Africa over the last uh, 25 years. Uh, Political changes Mm -hmm. have have allowed for some of that. Um, But I also think the church has been praying. Mm. The church has been calling out to God and the church has been saying, God, come and and we need you to come and do something um, amongst us. And so I think there's a lot of people who are spending a lot of time in prayer. There's a lot of faith stirring yeah. in the and, and of course as, as, as some churches are growing your neighbors get excited about the possibilities yeah. 
And so that's the other thing is I think because there's so much networking going on, I'm seeing that more and more in South Africa and in Africa, that there's a networking between churches rather than seeing each other as, as one another's enemy. Hmm. Uh, is how can we do this together? How can, we, how can we reach our city? How can we reach new communities? So there's a spirit of cooperation. Yeah, working together. Yeah. We, we partners. And uh, even although there might be some things that we don't agree with, even we might be, feel very different about how we would do our Sunday morning meetings, mm-hmm. yet we see ourselves as, as those who want to work together and advance the kingdom together. So I think those are part of some of the things that are, yeah. um, that, that's happening. And the wonderful thing also, just in our context, uh, is that it's happening across cultures, uh, in different uh, co- communities. We see, we're hearing the same kind of thing from really small towns, Mm-hmm. And where guys are saying, you know what, for years we've struggled and there's suddenly been a, a breakthrough that has come. Yeah. And that first question I asked you, one of the reasons I think it was probably unfair because South Africa is a very diverse country. It is. Um, uh, diverse people, diverse uh, areas, you know, the population centers yeah. and so forth. And, and so this, you would, you would estimate, this is South Africa wide, you see this movement. Yeah, it is uh, across South Africa that, that, that we're seeing it and, and across cultures and mm-hmm. we've got lots of um, uh, foreign nationals in our country. Uh, yes. Lots of Zimbabweans, Malawians, Zambians, all over actually, out to Ethiopia, Uganda and uh, our, our community in Thatchfield, we've got 15 different nations represented wow. in, in that uh, community and some are coming and going as things change in their nations and so on. And we're seeing... So you have a lot of the nations coming to you. How, how's the missions efforts in South Africa? How, how much are, are South African churches sending missionaries into the nations? Churches are sending missionaries yeah. into the nations. We've received lots of missionaries, but we've also sending a lot. Uh, our church itself, we've, we've planted a church in Zimbabwe. We've planted wow. a church in, in uh, Zambia. Um, and we're working with numbers of, of churches in, in other nations, uh, we've had, actually we've had a couple two years ago go, go out to uh, Japan mm. um, and so uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, a, there's always been a, a desire, uh, something that I guess one of the fathers of the church in, in South Africa, Andrew Murray, put into the, into the heart of, of, yeah. of South Africa as a thing of um, going into Africa, going into the nations and taking the gospel. Now, what is the, do you have a, a, an estimate of the population breakdown in South Africa, white versus black population? It, it's majority, the whites are minority. We're about 10% 10%. Are the churches uh, unified across races or do we tend to have more white churches and more? We are being unified. Okay. I think uh, obviously the relationships a lot of people are having is uh, with people similar to them or churches similar yeah, to yeah. them. But one of the things that is stirring more and more and happening more and more is that across cultural, wow. racial uh, barriers, there's a, just a, a coming together and say, how can we do this together? How can we learn from one another? How can we, we extend the kingdom together rather than just doing yeah. our, our own thing on our own? And it's not just in ter- uh, 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 coming together in terms of what can we get from each other, resources or anything like that. It's a heart of, hey, we can, we brothers in Christ, we yeah. family, let's do this together. And that's beautiful. That's something, you know, we at the Church in America, this is one of the issues that right now, especially, we are struggling with. Um, racial reconciliation yeah. in our culture, by and large, 
um, is something that that is is at the center of of the U.S. population right now, but that is also in the church that we're really putting this under the microscope and, and considering and praying through. And and there's some disagreement on it yeah. in America about the the best way that we can honor God in terms of being one people of God. So it's so encouraging to hear that in South Africa, uh, it sounds like you are leading out and doing things and leading in ways and following God's leading here that that we quite frankly could learn from uh, quite a bit. Well, I think one of the big lessons we've learned in our learning is that it takes hard work mm. and commitment and dedication to that. Uh, I was having a conversation with my wife the other day and I said, you know, um, and our, our congregation is 95% black. And so I'm white. And so, and, and my history is, is what we call Afrikaans, mm -hmm. and, which is a, a very uh, conservative historical group. But we, um, I said to her, you know, it's wonderful to welcome everybody, but to work out relationships, deep relationships, yes. honest and open, vulnerable relationships with people who are different to you is hard work. Exactly. And to commit to the hard work, I think, is what we're finding more and more. Is we're saying, actually, we're going to do this. And, and for us, it's, it's to not to struggle to see past those differences, but to celebrate those differences. Yeah. To recognize that, that God has created us. We, are, we all are all image bearers. Yeah. And there's something beautiful in our diversity. And so we, you know, sometimes we'll hear in America, well, we, I'm fighting to look past color. I don't want to see these differences. And I, I don't think that honors God. Yeah. I, I think what we're seeing is, no, we're looking past the creativity of God when we're trying to say yeah, that. We don't have to be like each other to, to, exactly. to get along with each other yeah. and work together. And there's something beautiful yeah. when we are not alike, yeah. but we're unified by the gospel. Yeah. Speaking of the gospel, one of the things that I'm excited about um, that we're seeing in the States, and I'm curious how it is here in South Africa, is we are seeing a return to gospel centrality, which of course is near and dear to my heart yeah. that in, in the last number of years, I just think we're seeing this, this and again, I use this term intentionally, a return to gospel centrality, God's design, that we are lifting up the gospel and, and we're understanding the gospel more deeply, more profoundly, uh, and seeking to live out lives in light of the gospel and so forth. Yeah. It, it, are you seeing any of that in the church here in South Africa? I think there's a great heart towards that. Um, we ourselves have, uh, I've just come out of a, what we call our preach collab. And one of the questions in the journey as we talk about what we're going to be preaching in the coming weeks is how is the gospel going to come through this message? Mm -hmm. how, how are we going Do to you make ask that of every message? Every message. Outstanding. Every message. We ask how is the gospel, how is Jesus going to be clearly seen through, through this? And, and it takes some hard work, but it, we also committed ourselves to, to that. And I think more and more churches we talk to, we find people saying it's not just about teaching good uh, ideas, telling nice stories, uh, satisfying a need for, not, for good preaching, mm -hmm. but actually that there's a, the gospel needs to come through. But um, let, me, let me bring come back to some of the things your, your, your church is doing. Um, I haven't forgotten, see, I remember. <laughs> well done. Um, and, and I think this is a great place because we're also in, in the States, we're experiencing some tension between what we believe, orthodoxy, right orthodoxy, yeah. and what we practice, orthopraxy. And there are some that separate those two, um, and they will say, all right, you know, as you are talking about racial reconciliation, for example, that, that's not the gospel. The gospel is Jesus, yeah. and, and we preach Jesus, uh, his life, death, resurrection. That's the gospel. We don't deal with these things. 
how about you? Some of the things that you were telling me are very ministry driven. You're, you're serving your community. Yeah. How do you see the relationship between the gospel that you believe and the gospel you live? I think one of our, one of our kind of rooted kind of uh, verses for us from scripture is true religion. It's looking off, taking care of the widow, orphan, and the poor. Mm. And so for me, if I translate it into my own, it's like, show me what you're doing about the, to, uh, how you're living it out, and I'll understand the gospel you believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, believe, we have a, a strong, what we call social justice arm, where uh, we have a school where we train, uh, where we look for, uh, after underprivileged kids in terms of their education, and they get a top quality education. We don't want to just go, okay, this is for, for the poor, and so we can set substandard is okay. Yeah, yeah. We actually want to do it so well that those who, who are privileged to get a great education opportunity go, actually, we'd like to send our kids there. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing some of that. Uh, we also uh, do training of preschool teachers in underprivileged communities. Who they don't, they're looking after kids, but they've never had any training. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great... Uh, opportunity that we have to, to strengthen them and also build their businesses because yeah. actually a preschool is a small business. And then we also have a home where we've, for the last, the last 22 years, we've been looking after orphan and abandoned babies. And our primary goal is to uh, exhibit the gospel by getting them adopted into families. Yeah. And, um, and those, are, those are major issues here in South Africa. Yeah. I know, yeah. I think I heard today the unemployment rate is 20, 24 percent. 27. 27 It's just gone up to 27 percent. Uh, and then yeah. a lot of orphans uh, here in South Africa. Yeah. And so you, your church is striving to meet these critical needs. Yeah. And again, I love how you said it. I mean, it's, it's, it's rooted to the gospel. Um, you know, that was a softball question. I assume that was going to be the answer because I'm sitting here applauding. Um, you know, we, we can't separate those two. Well, I think one of the things for South Africa is that we've had a lot of uh, things done in the name of the gospel, in the name of the church, that is not the gospel. Mm, yes. And uh, so... You're we, not alone in that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're really wanting to exhibit the gospel through everything we do. And for people to say, yes, that's the church. That's Beautiful. the God we, we, we've heard about. How do we meet him? How do we get to know him? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we 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 want to really grow in that. Yes. We haven't. We're not there yet. Uh, None of us are. We, but it sounds like you're going in the right direction. Well, yeah. We, in God's kindness, you'll continue so in that it's, direction. It's a great, great opportunity God has given us yeah. in this nation. It's a privilege to be here. Well, and that kind of takes me to the last kind of question I wanted to to throw past you, and and I'll, I'll go it two different directions. Uh, some of the challenges that you see the church facing here in South Africa. Uh, for example, in the States, we are experiencing challenges in our culture um, of redefining gender, for example. Yeah. And that's a challenge to the church. That's the image bearers of God that we are. How do we respond as the church to that and, um, and secularization in America? So what are some of the challenges that you see the church here in South Africa facing? And conversely, what are some of the opportunities? What, what excites you? Where do you see opportunities for God to continue to work here? So our challenges are very similar. Um, in the cities, we, 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 our challenges are very similar in terms of uh, the challenges around gender and uh, kind of postmodern thinking, how we how we going to live and, and all this kind of stuff. But the cha- I think that one of the biggest challenges is, is for us to continue on our journey to preach a gospel and live out a gospel that is the, a true gospel. Mm. Now, that's up for discussion from yeah. a number of angles, but especially when you're ministering to the poor, um, 
a, a kind of a prosperity angle on the gospel sneaks in very quickly. Yes. Um, and uh, I just, you know, if I, if, I, if I become a Christian, I'll just have a happy life. Uh, just tell me what I must do and everything will just be fine, I think. Although the Bible speaks more about suffering as following yeah. Christ than prosperity. So, but. So, but that's kind of the challenges that we have, especially in the more rural, poorer communities. Uh, that's a, it's a big, mm -hmm. big challenge. Um, especially as our, our, our socioeconomic um, society here is turning around. Yeah. Um, whereas so many more people have got opportunities in business, so many more people have got opportunities to, to live and own a good house, live in a good space. Um, that's one of our biggest challenges, that, that our economic empowerment doesn't become our gospel. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's a big challenge that we have. Wow. You know, I, I really appreciate this time to sit down with you. Thank you for, for sitting down. And I just love coming to South Africa. This is my fourth trip here. It's great to uh, have you. <laughs> love the people of South Africa. Just really appreciate God's kindness to, to bring me here. Uh, and one of the things is to see what God's doing and hear what God is doing and to learn. Um, it's so meaningful to me to, to sit in a posture of recognizing that God is so at work here. And just to, to absorb what he is doing and just appreciate yeah. what his work. As Americans, I think sometimes we're myopic. And uh, we think the world ends at our borders. And uh, it, it's a helpful reminder, a humbling reminder to me to see that God is doing so much more than I can ever imagine. So thank you for kind of sharing some. Uh, thank you uh, for the time that you've given. And, and it's always encouraging as well to, to develop and meet new friends and, yeah. and be united halfway around the world, almost it's literally, wonderful. and instantly become good friends it's because of the gospel that connects us. So, Donnie, thank you so much for joining Thanks me. Thanks for having me. It's yeah, been it's a been privilege. It's been a great conversation. And thank you for listening, as always. And uh, we encourage you, if you are finding this podcast helpful, uh, do us a favor and leave a review or a rating. Uh, again, that's not so that we can feel better about ourselves or anything like that, but it's simply so others can find this podcast. If you find it meaningful, then, then that would help others as well. And also, if you ever have an episode topic that you'd like to suggest, you can reach out to us. Probably the easiest way is via uh, Twitter, of course, and just tweet a question at us or a, a conversation topic you think would be great, but we would love to hear from you. So again, thanks for listening, and we will touch base with you again soon. Thanks for listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project, a family of resources revealing how all Scripture gives testimony to Jesus. Learn more at gospelproject.com.